Don't swear on live TV. No, because we are now, hello everybody. We're now live and recording, hi. And Danny and I are here. We've just left the green room. And um, Vincent's just asked us if we're not sloshed. <laughs> We've left the back in five minutes sign in the green room and our cocktails are there ready. <laughs> Um, we yeah. we've been having a little of a warm up, haven't we? Today we had a little bit. Of yeah, absolutely. It's been fascinating because this all this technology is um, it's quite can be quite overwhelming. And we were saying, you know, we're having to be very good at using Zoom and house party. And That's what it's called, house party. House party. Yeah. Microsoft Teams. Um, uh, what else is there? Oh gosh, it's just a new Zoom. Zoom. We have we've had a few Zoom chats with. I have no sound. Okay, you have to enable your. Um, either you're on the wrong platform. You can. It's better to view on Chrome Pfizer than it is to view on Safari. We found, but Safari is okay. But you have to enable your um, audio. Yeah, you have to enable your audio. So go into your settings and enable your audio. Or there might be on your screen you might find a little um area where you can yeah at the top of my screen i've got like a little mic that i can toggle to turn on and off so i could turn if you click it move your cursor around danny and you should be able to see a little mic come up and a oh yeah yeah oh yeah cool and then toggle mic yeah it sounds like an i won't say what that sounds like cool um, mic um yes so um i'd be grateful <laughs> this happens every week as soon as i go live people start calling me on um whatsapp and what have you going i can't i can't get on or i can't see you and i'm just seeing whether we're live streaming as yet onto facebook oh we yeah do we, uh, what, what do you do look, look at facebook so just look at the pure arts group facebook page and normally by now we are oh, yeah. we've got people so i just it's good if i can see that yet yeah, there we are um videos and nice. then i can see it because then i can see if people are asking me questions or whatever so that's this is our like little bit of admin that we have to do at the beginning of every is it kind of reading out the uh, fire safety instructions and where the refreshments are the toilets are over here and <laughs> The exit. If you, if, you, um, if the if if there's a fire, then do this. So it should be live streaming onto our pure Facebook page. Oh, and um, the notifications turned on, and you should have received a notification saying that we're live streaming. And it does sometimes take a minute or so to appear. Mm. Slight delay between us. I'm starting to record and um you're recording it yeah mm. so, so we start to record and we do start appearing on the lot on the facebook page it's not actually appearing at the moment but it should be and um if not what we, all we do is i share this um later on to facebook anyway so right. just on catch up so yeah it normally does appear quite quickly onto facebook it hasn't done so at the moment which so is, does it, how do you tie it up with Facebook then? Does it automatically do that? Yeah, so it's good. I've enabled the live stream in the back end of this operating system, which is all very um, 
complicated. Well, we'll just wait. I'm sure it will come eventually. I will sing something if you like. Go on, then. This is the crooner sessions with Gary Barlow. Mm. I think we've got the wrong invite, love. This is the, I artist, get the wrong invite. The artist sessions, not the crooner sessions. The artist sessions. Yeah, actually, quite a few artists can sing. Is that weird? It's also like a lot of artists can cook. Do you think it's a similar skill? I can see the cooking thing. Not so sure about the singing. No, no they're more musicians than singers. Musicians. With my voice and how, how it is today, I don't think... Well, maybe I sound a bit more like... Um, oh, yes, you sound quite cool. You're all kind of gravelly, smoky, yeah. bit late-night jazz, kind of... Yeah, yeah, tucked in the corner somewhere in a lock-in. Oh, sorry, we are in a lock-in. We're in a lock-in. You're locked in your studio and I'm locked in my studio because obviously... I have literally locked the door. I have literally... Yeah, so Danny, your studio is in the gallery, but obviously it the is. gallery is only functioning. Gallery shut. The gallery is shut. I'm at the back with um, some of those doors, you know. What are yeah. they called? Um, but separating me from the rest of the gallery. And, yeah, I'm just, I'm just here on my own. Okay. And um, is anyone else having any problems with sound? Can everyone... No else let me know um if they have a problem with sound because if everyone else can hear us then it is definitely an issue with oh perfect thank you nadine so pfizer i'm really sorry um it is sorry, pfizer. your computer that you need to find the audio settings and enable them people do sometimes have this problem so the voices our voices are coming through a bit garbled. We'll speak slower. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> we do gabble. Right. We are gabblers, aren't we? I speak too fast, apparently. According to my mum, who said to me the other day, I've noticed that you speak very fast. And I I just do I? Okay. So I'll take, I'm take. I'm going to try and speak more slowly. Okay, but don't be weird. Don't be weird with it. Don't be you weird. weird. Okay, talk normally. <laughs> try to talk normally, but not weird, but slower. And slower. Okay. Miranda, um, Miranda's been doing these live streams as well, you know, the uh, comedian uh, Miranda. And, Miranda. Yes, and... Um, she calls them chatty rambles or chambles. I'm loving that. We're having a chambles. chamble. We are having a chamble. Danny and I have a bit of a chamble today. Um, we're going to have a bit of a chamble about life under lockdown. And um, there you are. Um, can you see the sidebar, Danny? With, with yes. Oh, I can. I can see them, yeah, absolutely. I can see if I put my glasses on, I'll see it really clearly. But, you know, uh, there's an audio. Very. Oh, thanks, Vincent. We are not at the races. That's true. Uh, are we? Oh, um, really? We thought we were. Hi, Cheryl, Cheryl. I can see your message, babe. So we're going to have a little a bit of a chatty ramble, a chamble today with Danny Humberstone, SWA. What does that stand for? Society of Women Artists. Yay. As well. Originally, Society of Female Artists. Right. Did you know that? No. But it became women artists. I'm not quite sure when this century, I think, sometime. But yeah, Society of Women Artists. Hello, darling. Um, 
Voice garbled. Oh, anyway. oh. Is it really garbled? Oh. So, okay. Um, what you have to do, Cheryl, Cheryl, is there's a little thing at the bottom left that says get audio video help underneath the live button. And if you click on that, that should help you. I think it just helped. Um, All right. Yeah. Let's have a look at that. Yeah. So just give you some help on. And maybe that will be where you can enable the, the sound as well, Pfizer. I'm that myself. Leslie, your name does come up, you know, but if you put the cursor onto your screen, onto your face, as it were, your your name does come up. So can you see my name now? Yes. Ah, hello. So I do know who you are, which is a good thing. Yeah, so I was trying to work out how to do this the other day with the people from Crowdcast, and they then became very technical. It sounded like I needed to go to California, which obviously I was perfectly willing to do. Well, you were, weren't you, in California, just saying? Yeah. Last year, at some point. With my new BFF, Gary Barlow. Um, mm -hmm. We had Christmas lunch together in the same room at the um, Beverly Hills Hotel. It's very lovely, and I want to go back and live there forever. Um, really? Okay. What the wrong with battle? It was pink and sunny and it had palm trees. No, I love battle. I can't mm. lie. In my gratitude journal, pretty much every day, I am grateful for living in battle because it is the most amazing community and it has pulled um, uh, it's pulled together in the most amazing way. The 6,000 humans live here and I have got to know a lot more of them during this experience because you know, the local businesses are all doing unusual things like, you know, the local people who run the, um, who normally do wedding catering are doing, yeah. making meals and delivering them to households who are in isolation and such like. And I see his van driving around when I'm on my hour walk of the day and I wave to him. Um, John, shout out to John and Joe from the Green Free Catering Company. They are fabulous. Mm. Butcher, the baker, the candlestick maker, etc., in battle are all clubbed together and they take the orders and then they deliver one a day, takes the turn to deliver to people. So they do, I mean, it's an amazing community effort. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. I think that's happened. Is that happening? happening? Yeah, yeah. I think, well, difficult to say in Wadhurst because I'm sort of I'm locked away in Wadhurst, but um, but yeah, no, I can stuff's going on, lots going on, and where I live, Goudhurst. It's good. Um, oh yeah, um, yeah. Well, but what I do notice is, which is, which is, I think, is lovely, is all the um, all the thank you notes to the carers and to to the NHS and in the windows as you go by, it's just a rainbow. It's amazing. I think it's, yeah. I think it's amazing. I know. So, so it's Leslie's now. Leslie's got this. It's Leslie's painting. My painting behind Danny. Leslie's painting. <laughs> And Danny painted this um, for, a, you had to make a charitable donation to the NHS, which obviously I've done in, I'm doing it every week. And um, and you get the painting as a present. I get the painting, but I've asked her to bespoke it for me and put pure in the middle, and then we'll just have it um, behind me when I'm doing these live sessions, because I think these are going to become a thing. I think um, people are loving it. I don't know whether we are live streaming yet. We'll have another, we'll have another quick look on the old Facebook and see whether that's working. Um, it should be because I've enabled the live stream, but you know, you just never know with technology. You never know. You just don't know. And wonderful thing. And um, I'm always mystified by whether it's working or not. 
and the moment um sorry guys i've tried everything sound okay on other apps so i'm buying out out okay okay um bye for now um i will speak to you just an intermission yes so i'm just saying goodbye to Pfizer because she can't get her sound to work so we'll, have to, we'll have to have a little investigation of that yeah. later. It's a bit weird. It's a bit weird because it should be working. It's a bit mm. like li live stream isn't working mm. today. So, oh, well. hey ho, just have a. What is it we're doing? Having a ramble? No, a gamble? No. We're having a chamble. Chamble. We're chambling. We're chambling. So, 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 Les. So, life under lockdown as an mm. artist. Tell me about it. What's it been like? What have you been doing? What have you been tried what um, tried okay what new things are you doing what old things have you carried on doing you know just tell us how it is old new and something blue old, um blue. okay well as 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 with everybody as soon as the in fact before uh Bozza, mr the prime minister sorry um announced the complete and utter lockdown we were still kind of going the gallery was still going um but ish as in cautiously yeah. and uh but of course i mean hardly anybody was coming in and i think everybody felt had exactly the same experience that just went off a cliff didn't it really sales wise um and actually this year was going to be was lined up to be uh, as a gallery but also independently as an artist it was going to be a super busy year i mean it was i mean almost, not every month quite but almost every month there was a fairly substantial show or exhibition or and, and wing was going to fresh art fair and affordable art fair and blah, blah 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 and all the rest of it and and it just you know just massive stop isn't it so um i had a couple of galleries that i work with have been very generous and have bought work in in advance you know what i mean yeah and also bought a, a little bunch of works so that i've got some some money up front sort of thing but which was amazing very very generous and i was two galleries i work with a lot um so <clears throat> that happened and then there was the um artist support pledge which is on instagram which i wasn't at all sure about because not because i didn't think it was a good idea but just because I, I don't, I don't know. I thought, well, I don't know how this is going to work, and it's only it's under two hundred pounds. So I thought, well, if I do, you know, I did a, I had a load of the little tiny paintings. Hang on, this one like this. Yes. Um, yes. And I, I did had a load of fruits. So I put a whole, I put a selection of those up, and I decided to drop the price a bit, sort of about, I think it's about twenty percent discount. Was my lockdown discount. Uh, and uh, put it under the artist board just to try it to see because I really like the idea of because it's it's two hundred pounds per item. You once you get up to a thousand pounds, you then spend two hundred pounds, so you make eight. Obviously, brilliant maths. Uh, yeah, missed opportunity career wise. Um, so then you spend another that 200 pounds on another artist's work and then you know they do the same thing so i think it's a it's a really nice 
game of tag in that respect. It's yeah. really so. What, darling? You pay it forward. You pay it forward. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, that's what I've been doing. I'm doing lots of little, little tiny paintings, little and little fun things like biscuits and cakes and. Selling yours for See the one they are framed. They will be framed in quite a big old frame. Yeah, you know, like they use, but they they're one two five. But wow. the um, what, darling? Wow, that's a really wow. reasonable price. I think, so. I think so. This is my. This is a. I did put this up actually. This is one of my. Uh, this is one of my lockdown specials, and um, <laughs> and oh, biscuit. Biscuits are yeah. It's my custard cream look. Oh wow! Have you done a bourbon? Say no more. There's a bourbon. I did not bourbon. Yeah. Our brother Martin was very unhappy because you went down a Garibaldi. I know. I saw that. It fucking a bit of a Garibaldi. Sorry, we don't have language. I will do that. <laughs> but no, I think it's just a bit fun. But it, what, honey? Sorry. We don't have a beaker for you. But, um, I did warn her about keeping the language um, clean, so I'm not taking responsibility. <laughs> I do have a bit of an issue with language, actually. I do apologise. Um, honestly, we're it's like creatives, I was... aren't we? And we can be quite um, creative with our language. I believe in peppering a bit of language with um, adult words because to me it's like language chili, you know. Yeah. A bit of spice in there, as long as you don't do it all the time, and then it sort of ruins your taste buds, if you follow my weird analogy. But, but no, it's, it's quite good. I mean, the other thing is if I did ask for people to suggest things to me, and if they did suggest something and then bought it, I gave them a further discount. Oh, that's a lovely idea. So how many have you sold so far? I think it's 11 or 12. Wow. So have you got in mind who – was that's gonna, so you, you needed to sell what? Because my math – Oh, I um I sold yes I've got my first thousand uh, about a week ago so I have indeed bought a piece of art by somebody who I completely love um and whose work is usually would be massively out of my league that's the other thing yeah. by the way I think is an epic idea because lots of people are making works for this artist support pledge including myself and obviously it's supposed to be you can charge pmp but it's got to be under 200 quid so you so you're able to buy a piece of work from an artist you like you you know hopefully you like at a at a price you can afford and then you've got you know you've got a piece of their work and also i think historically it's going to be quite interesting i mean i'm signing mine on the back artist support pledge 2020 because i mean who knows if that's going to be interesting at all but in the in the future it might be and and i'm quite i think it's exciting you can buy work you know trade work and, and have work from people you like that you wouldn't necessarily be able to afford and um it just singles it out as something a bit special as well going you know into into future are we allowed to ask who you bought from yeah uh, um another swa actually and was my fellow vice president uh um rebecca fontaine wolf Oh wow! So she she's doing it as well. Oh, I love Rebecca's work. Me too. Me too. She's one of my favourite artists. Um, she's going to be, I think, a very important artist in in the future. And 
I've got their acrylics on paper. And I was, and the great thing was I'd, I'd got the thousand. So I had my sort of, you know, 200 pounds in my pocket, so to speak. And, and she was posting and I just, you just wait. And then something comes up that you really like and you can pounce. Yeah. And it's, kind of, it's brilliant because you can, it's not that you wouldn't buy it anyway. It's just, it gives you complete. Yeah. You know, maybe you should, shouldn't be spending, sometimes you know, I shouldn't be spending work, um, money on art or, things champagne nice things but you uh, you think it will isn't it more important to spend money on frivolous things at a time when you're feeling anxious and stressed and uh, actually you need to you need to show your brain that actually this will pass it's okay yeah i think so some of the things that you were saying at the beginning which resonated with me very much was this this year was already um I've arrived technically speaking. Thank you, Annie. Well, we are, we're, we'll welcome you technically speaking as well. Um, the thing that I found at the beginning of the year, even in January, I was already feeling completely overwhelmed by the anticipation of this year. This year. Can I just say something to Fran? Yes, of course. Fran, the 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 um, there's no PMP. It includes PMP. Um, yeah. Sorry, that sounded a bit like a, one of those sort of online TV channels. Which I um, think we are, QVC. We're that's it. I'm looking at this very, very thin gold chain. <laughs> <laughs> and would you like this? There's 14 and, oh, three have gone. No. Um, I've got Teddy on my lap. If anyone's wondering what I'm doing, look, here he is. Here he is, Teddy Bear. And he's looking a bit like a kind of like shaggy dog now because he was meant to go for a cut just before lockdown and now he's very shaggy. So he's sitting here and he's having a little, um, I'm trying to brush him while I'm talking to you, which is, you know, it's a bit of a therapy. So, yeah, I was feeling a bit overwhelmed even at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Uh, with the anticipation of how busy this year was. Mm -hmm. the, um, hi, Julia. So Julia can see us and uh, yourself. I will try. I'm going to try. I've done a few Googles of how to do it, but, you know, it's a bit of a big thing. I'll do it for you. I thought I might get the, just give him a complete, you know, like number two or something. Um, that sounded wrong, Lizzie. Oh, oh, oh sorry. And now oh, with the clippers, with the clippers. Mm. Um, no, anyway, sorry. I was feeling quite overwhelmed because we, as a business, had a lot of exhibitions lined up. We were launching our patrons, which we've done online now. Um, we had a lot of new things lined up to do this year. Lots of new gallery spaces opening and um it was it was looking quite overwhelming and my personal business was thriving and i had lots of new clients and um and i have to say this period of lockdown hairs from the dog now but this period of lockdown has given me an opportunity to reflect and to yeah. think about when we do come out the other side of this because we will and it won't be that long um mm. before we do these things pass really quickly my daughter became 22 uh, or becomes 20 yeah, she's 23 this year. Um, and I can't remember how that happened. You know, these things mm -hmm. happen in a... That's true. Such a tiny interlude. Mm -hmm. uh, thank you, Vincent. <laughs> Hair of the dog after the cocktails in the green room. Um, Thanks, Vincent. Such a tiny interlude. I think it's really important that we reflect and spend, instead of, um, spending too much time carrying on doing that we spend a bit of the time 
reflecting and considering how we want our life to look on the other side of this because that's what this opportunity that's where the opportunity is in this mm. in this experience and to not just go straight back to what we were doing before but to have had time to consider and i yeah. have a 21 day meditation um guided by deepak chopra which my lovely friend tanya started and i started i've started a group today to do the same thing and I'm finding that really good because it's making me sit and making me reflect. It's guided with questions as well as with the actual meditation. Sure. And I think that's that's the thing for all of us, especially in the creative world, because we we spend a lot of time on our own, don't we? Mm. And um, when we get into habits of things, so we have an exhibition, we have a private view, we go to an art fair, we do this set type of advertising we sell our work for this and it's it it becomes a bit of a grind which is not meant to be how it is for creatives we we've stepped away from that grind and said no we're creatives we do we add lovely emotional content and an extra dimension to people's lives and that's not good if it then ends up us being not a lot of deadlines isn't there we work, i mean i think we we tend to uh I know I do. I mean, I sort of, I think though, I, I, I do think it's a, a little bit of a, um, what's it called? Kind of an adrenaline rush permanently working to deadlines. And there's a, there is something in that, but you're right. I, do you know, it occurred to me that this little enforced sabbatical, if you like, although it's not, you know what I mean? We're still working. It has, I think because you're not working Ah, sorry. Yeah, because you're not working to, uh, there are obviously, well, hopefully, there's shows all that you can do later on in the year, and there'll be those to work to. It's it's given a little bit of uh, brain space, maybe to, um, rather than sort of constantly working, you know, to an exhibition deadline and doing, and to do the same sort of thing because, you know, it sells and what have you. And sometimes you do lose touch a little with your, you know the more creative aspect of of that I mean, as in the thinking process and you know i know artists and I, used, I used to try and do this thing of every january and i know marie pret does tries not the ceramicist tries not to do her actual work for at least a month in the year or you know go on a holiday or whatever and give yourself some brain time but it's really hard to do that so you so trying to sort of make work that is um if you earn your living as an artist to make work as a as an artist and to keep it fresh so you don't bore the pants off people um and then even if things don't necessarily sell you know so so it's not the problem is if you if you're thinking to sell all the time it can slightly skew your it definitely can skew the creative process but it um so you're always trying to do something a bit different i mean you know i paint lots of fruit as as you know but um we do try each each time they are different it doesn't look it to anybody else but they, they really are different and um but also trying to do other things with them you know and use that as maybe a motif because it's what personally i do so it's you know using that as a as a as a, as a jumping off point but um but it's good because it's got some you know you're doing other your brain is working differently because it's not it's in a different space um although there's anxiety money mainly mm. but i hope everybody's going for this government malarkey because if you're an artist you're self-employed i mean everyone's got different circumstances but um you should be able to get some uh, mm. 
got um, there's quite a lot of different opportunities now. You might need to turn your um, volume down a bit so that um, it doesn't give feedback when you're mm. talking. That's the only thing I'd say there. Um, mm. A bit of feedback going on. Um, there's different opportunities. But I, I don't think that um, many people will be left out. Hopefully, now also announced a grant grants fund which you can apply for and there's two phases one's completing tomorrow and then there's another deadline in a couple of weeks then there's the government money and then there's the freelance money so people who are were making their living as a professional working artist would have been considered freelance they will have yeah. and therefore they'll be able to apply for that there will be some people who fall through the gaps inevitably mm, i mean there will be inevitably, but most people, um, that there does seem to be a vehicle somewhere in the system. And as you say, and also we're all kind of like thinking how we can support each other. So paying it forward, like we've we've got people who we use as suppliers for photography and such like. And I'm saying to them, don't worry, you know, as soon as everything's back on, you know, I'm I'm booking you. You're booked. So you've got work. As soon as we can get back to um doing photography yep. and my web designer Chris who's listening you know obviously we've been doing massive amounts of stuff on the website I'm trying to keep everybody who's my freelancers who I know are probably some of those that might fall through the gaps um on some semblance of payment and pay it forward a bit like you're saying the galleries are yeah but I'm seeing it a little bit like um my gap year it's my gap month it's like I never yeah. got that because that wasn't a thing when we were kids. Danny and I are the same age. We were born within a couple of weeks of each other, weren't we? Well, about Not 10 months. I'm, yeah, I'm a little picky. <laughs> yes, we were. We're both born in 65. Yes. Oh, maybe a couple of months. Maybe quite a lot of months. <laughs> like 11. <laughs> yeah, 11. 11. <laughs> I was born at the beginning of the year and you were born at the end of the year. So um, we, we gap years weren't a thing when we were. Inter no, not so much. Interrailing maybe, a bit of Europe. Yeah. A bit of Thailand maybe later on, but not so much. You're right. And so I'm kind of seeing this as my, I'm still working, doing what I do, but I'm also trying to adopt the mindset of positivity and opportunity and um, obviously being kind and thinking about others at the same time and what I can do to help them if I can but very much about the opportunity and the fact that this is kind of my gap this is my gap year so I yeah. best kind of embrace it and think about all the things that like getting back to doing the meditation every day I've done the odd meditation but I've never been disciplined at it and it is real game changer it takes 21 days to form a habit and I've got 21 days so I'm on it and it really is making a difference to my mindset and how I feel. I'm walking every day um, with the dog. Yeah, that's yeah. good. <laughs> Thank you, Jonathan. That's, that's good. Me too, actually. Thank you for your kindness. But we are sadly that age. We are. And we were saying earlier that um, we both cleaned. Thanks, Jonathan. <laughs> we both cleaned our cameras but then, then regretted it because we were like, oh, no, that was actually working like the old-fashioned Vaseline or the tights over the lens as a bit of a diffuser. Couldn't see quite so many wrinkles. But um, now I've seen the camera. 
And you can all probably hear I've got a bit of a croak going on. Um, I lost my voice for a few days, which, as you can imagine, my family were delighted about. Um, but um, I think this is my sixth one of these. It's, we've got snacks, Annie. They're coming. You just that, That's afterwards. You can have lunch in, in a short while. Um, so what things have you changed um, significantly in your life as a result of this? So I've changed by just maybe slowing down a bit and doing, making sure I do the meditation and making sure I finish my work and, at a reasonable hour, like five o'clock, not 11, and going for a walk with the dog and um, making sure my all my admin office stuff is in my ad, in my office as opposed to in my bedroom, in my sitting room, etc., so that I can have this detachment from mm. and leisure time. Good. It's a good idea, really, because you can just go on and on, can you, yeah. into the evening. I am walking a lot and and I'm running actually. Believe it or not, I nearly killed myself. But um, been running. Yes, I ran half a mile twice. That's a lot for me. But <laughs> not for me. It's horrific. And of course, you're walking and running by people. Yeah. And, you know, that's the bit where you try not to be going. Isn't <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> that? Isn't oh? Is that Danny? Yeah. Jesus. Oh, oh no, stop, stop running. Uh, so, so now <laughs> I'm doing speed walking, power walking, and then, and every other day. So, you know, knock and, and the running, running, no G, running. Run but in me. my mind, okay, in my mind, the other, this is so tragic. On Saturday, I did it. It was quite warm, wasn't it? It was lovely. I was running in my face in the sun, which was really making me, I felt, actually terrible and all i could all i was picturing is when you put a glass of champagne a bottle of champagne is when you pour it out for the first time it's a really cold and it and it frosts up the glass do you yeah. know what i mean that's that was my carrot keep going <laughs> i must have been with you in spirit because i had a little jog on saturday i can't say it was half a mile it might have been half a foot a little Little acorns, stop. just burst into a bit of a. Oh, I could no stop that now. So work-wise, you've been doing the little canvases. So talk to us a little bit about your methodology, how you approach your work, and how is it different, big scale to the little tiny ones? How you approach it? Not really, to be honest. Um, it's just as. It, as they say, considerably bigger brushes for the little, for the bigger ones. Um, I mean, there's this whole thing that you use your wrist or your elbow or your shoulder, isn't there? So um, if you're doing the little wee ones, obviously it's a, it's a you know, um, just sort of physically and technically speaking, obviously it's more of a close sitting sitting here thing. But no, I mean, it's the same thing. Yeah, you are. I mean, I have issues with this shoulder now because I do, I think it is a work-related thing, but... Um, no, I mean, I think the the integrity, if you like, of the painters, the paintings or painters integrity of still trying to, even if it's tiny, trying to make something um, proper and, and you know, from life, obviously. And uh, I mean, this pair, I actually had it in the, it was at home. I'm also going to take the showing off red sticker off it. Um, this little pair was at home in the fridge. 
And I've never seen one with such a sort of red blush. It was amazing. And um, and you can see it's going off already. So I just quite markings on it, hasn't it? Yeah, and it just completely went actually. But um, it's only only a day, you know, a day later it was it was completely gone. But and and it's got as it. I mean, I'm not going to say it's got as many glaze layers as as one of the the great big ones, but it's still got a lot of the glaze layers. It's exactly the same technique um for the huge pieces as it is for the little teeny pocket painting so um so yeah i mean otherwise i don't think i would feel completely comfortable to be honest um because although they i mean they please me to do because they're cute you know there's something about them and i i love doing the the, the retro the sort of biscuits and the cakes because that's that's actually really fun and also it's an exercise in texture and um you know because you're not they're not sort of rubbing up against anything as such they're not getting second any kind of secondary shadow or no, you know no. but yeah, i'm still trying to put a little bit of i mean this one really the bourbon you know a little bit of chiascaru going on in there so you've still got some some darkness and some maybe some some interest so although it's a contemporary item it's a contemporary object subject you're still treating it in the same way as you would you you know in any in any painting uh, a, tra a traditional painting technique. The the subject matter that you've chosen triggers a lot of emotional response, doesn't it? Because it gives mm. us the memories of childhood. It's Definitely. very nostalgic. Definitely that. Really yeah, it's quite nostalgic the way you play painting. Mm. It is a nostalgia thing. I think is important at the particularly at the moment. I think um, it's fun. Number one, I think there's a fun element to it. Um, and it's kind of um, it's not taking it's it's taking itself seriously as in it's a um, you know it's a work of art a little work of art and and it's been made in that sort of as I say in a in a in the in the sort of proper way like but um, but it's it's having it's also fun and um, and also yeah and also definitely nostalgic I think for all of us and even though I mean most people's it's their favorite biscuit apparently the, the the, the, this one, the uh, custard cream, is people's favourite biscuit still in in two thousand. What are we? Mm, two thousand and twenty. Um, so that's you know, amazing, isn't it? Because you think about the custard cream, it, it's a bit like the Jaffa cake. How do you eat it? Do you eat it as one? Do you take it apart? Do you eat a half of it? Do you lick yeah. the cream off? You yeah. know, all that kind of stuff going on, isn't there? For They're many, very, who can't. They're ornate. They're beautifully designed. They're ornate, aren't they? They've got all this kind of twiddly fiddly kind of. I think they're Edwardian or something. They look quite. Maybe you know, I have to do one of mine because obviously I'm gluten and dairy free. So I had this little delivery come today from oh, my. Bless daughter, mm. Apparently, they've taken two weeks to get here. She was quite concerned they wouldn't be edible, but actually, I can assure you, they were because I've eaten one. This nice is pecan variety. Because oh, I said, love a pecan. I order from the gluten-free bakery in London for my, and I got some really lovely hot cross buns from them. Oh, but yeah. and that clearly wasn't enough because they've now and they're not making them. Um, and then this is a new place. This is a couple of some girls in London making these. Um, mm. Just two two girls, two sisters, um, eager to spread the love. And mm. I had one, and they are delish. But they wouldn't mm. be quite as good a painting, would they? Probably not. It has to be a bit. That's the other thing with painting, isn't it? It's got to be a bit. Um, there has to be something that's very recognisable. I think. I mean, not always, but something. Particularly if you're just showing one item. So. 
Yeah, I'd love to do massive. It's the nostalgia yes. thing, like, it's a um, really interesting thing. Mm. About it. It's it, especially now it triggers that nostalgia. So I speaking so. of your technique again, so if you were preparing a big canvas to do one of your big apples or pomegranates, um, how would you prepare that? And is that different to the little how you approach and prepare the canvases when you're doing the little baby ones? Yeah. Uh, no, not really. Apart from the fact, the the smaller you go, the smaller. I mean, canvas has a weave to it, as you know. So you have to take out the weave. Although, I mean, you could say, why are you bothering to paint on canvas? I just kind of do. I like the bounce, you know, the sort of drum effect. So I use anyone um, will know. Most people know gesso, which is a kind of. It was made of all sorts of stuff, including you know the size, rabbit skin size, and things. Uh, and now as an acrylic gesso, and I just put about six or seven layers. Often, in fact, I don't do it that much anymore. I have um, Molly will do often yeah. do it for me. Um, so, and it's six. Molly Barnes is um, she? She's your assistant, and she's my assistant. We share her. Do share her, um, and yeah. dear friend as well, and and and, and she. Um, so she. So we put about six to nine layers of gesso and then using various stage key you know keys of what are they called of sandpaper it get it goes right through until an almost a really fine sandpaper that sort of almost burnishes it so by when you're using these teeny tiny ones or all the normal size normal you know what i mean life size um, or anything with a lot of detail yeah that you then you need to do you need to take out as much of the canvas slub if you like as possible but when you're going for the great big ones you don't need to do it. And also the interesting thing with the great big ones are is it's almost like um, there's an element of abstraction going on in there as well, because I would say I don't, you know, you are using a model, um, but you can really um, sort of go for it with a big one. You can, I mean, a lot of it is 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 painter's license in the bigger ones. And then you, you bring it into the sort of sh uh, shape itself. You keep, you keep that there, the integral shape, but you're still working fairly abstractly and i mean if you you know abstract basically just meaning not the norm abstracting it from the norm so, so um, actually doing the small ones takes a lot more preparation yeah funnily enough they do yeah yeah you're putting a lot more of the background as you say prep to the canvas in yeah. than you would on the massive big canvases although obviously the oh. big ones take a lot more time to paint yeah, um, they're big. Because they're big. Yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's a pain. No. So then, so you prepare the canvas, and you yeah. the little ones. You prepare the canvas, and you gesso, and then you rub the them back until they're beautifully smooth. And then, yeah. what do you do next? Uh, then you draw. Well, I draw out. Uh, I used to. I used to mainly put a ground on. I mean, sometimes I mainly, put, but sometimes then it depends. Ground. Some people may, may not understand what you mean. Sorry, um, a colour, um, and you can. I used. I used. This is my uh, little palette. It's almost gone at the moment. This is this is the gunk brown I use, the Humberstone brown, which is um, which is a secret recipe to be honest with you. But it is. It well, isn't actually. It's uh, but it's it's not really black. It's just a very very dark brown. There's lots of burnt uh, sorry, there's lots of uh, yeah burnt umber in it and what have you. But and there's some blue blah blah. So and I I would use that often and then draw in in white or with the little ones I don't tend to I tend to um, draw in 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 a 
brown um, oil pencil, draw your subject in, get your subject, draw it in, and then I or you know go straight into paint. Mm. And then it's opaque paint first, and then um, and then it sort of starts to be glazed with uh, various levels of transparent color and opaque colors and semi-opaque colors, and then and then blended, and then worked over again and blended and worked over again and blended. So, so it's a brand of oil paint that you like to use. Uh, yeah, I do. I've got. I'll show you. I like very much um, <coughs> Old Holland. Okay. Um, I like um, Williamsburg, which is an American company. They are New York State. Where's my Williamsburg gone? Um, I like, yeah, Winsor Newton are okay. Um, there are quite a few. Uh, mm, just trying to find something to show you. I'd say for me, Williamsburg and um, Old Holland are the best bet. To be honest with you, they do some just amazing cut old. They do some beautiful, beautiful uh, glaze colours. Yeah, uh, I mean that's a Williamsburg. You buy, you buy those online? Do you? you buy those online? Uh, you do. You do. I used to have an art shop, as you may or may not remember. I kind of remember that. And <laughs> so before I left, I. I, and actually, to be perfectly honest, I've kept this is I shouldn't really say this, but I've kept some of my um, accounts open so that I can go direct. I use a lot of brushes. So, um, yes. Oh, my word. That is a lot of brushes. That, yeah, that's just the that's just the split ones. This is my oh new. My brush. But so, painters, girls and boys, if you need brushes, I think uh, in this uh, hour of emergency, um, there may uh, Danny may have one or two she could share. <laughs> I count on it, but yes, absolutely. Of, no, of course, eh? we've got a couple of questions, specific questions. I'm going to ask you now. The okay. first one is from Fran, and um, it's how are others making themselves a daily routine? I find social media very distracting, and try to limit the time I spend on it. So, yeah, I agree. How do you, how are you making yourself um, stick to your routine? Well, it's easy for me because I come into the, uh, I, I have to say, if I didn't have to come in, if I didn't have to travel to my, uh, my studio, not very far, brackets, close brackets, um, I would be more slovenly and end up watching things on the telly and whatever but I I've always I mean I th I've always had to get somewhere so whether it was the art shop or here I um I've I do exactly the same routine as I, I always have I do a little bit of yoga pilates go hideous back every morning and um make lunch make to bring in come in here I am a bit later than usual I'm usually here about 11 half 10 11 Do you um exactly so you're carrying on just go to your studio it doesn't really matter where how far your studio is whether yeah. it's down the garden or whether it's yeah. you know, up the road for you um you go to your studio you're sticking to your discipline of your everyday routine yeah. is there anything that you've um started to do new that you weren't doing like i say you know i've i've now embedded some meditation um bye annie thank you for being with us bye um, annie um i've embedded some meditation into my and we've also been as a community, we've been doing the Kent 
creative social journal, which we've all found really um, good. I'm doing it very much more as a record of the kind of things, activities I do every day, music, mm. gratitude journals, so writing my blessings, coming mm. up with the word of the day, because I think, like you afterwards, I'm going to use that to create some articles um, and maybe even um, a book. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. It'll inform some. It'll inform some sort of creative output. So I've got a, I've got my journal here, and yeah, every day, and I've got little kind of um, pictures in it and collages. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And I write. And I Good idea actually. I think blessings, that blessings, yeah. blessings, and um, words of the day. So my word for the weekend was kindness. And that was pretty much kindness to others, but kindness to myself as well, because obviously I'd lost my voice, so I was trying to be nice. And then I've got my meditation journal, which is another one, which is one I got when I was in L.A. Look at that, the Beverly Hills Hotel, baby. We're in L.A., baby. And that is um, another one where I'm doing little kind of journaling in there and the kind of things that I want to pull forward. So you can see peace and calm. And Hello. Oh, we've Sorry. Got a Hello, Gallery. <laughs> um, uh, can I call you back? <laughs> this this uh, is your life. with Leslie, and it's okay. Don't know. A half an hour? No, you can't. Oh. <laughs> I'll talk to you in a bit. Okay. Bye. Bye. And who was that? <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's just funny. Oh, just a friend. But it's like, can I ask something? No. What, really? No. No, because no, we're, we're real life. That's real life, isn't it? So. Yeah, they mean I know. Really. Right. <laughs> I'll ring you. You're like, I'm actually busy right now. Um, and that's the new thing to get used to, isn't it? When we're working <laughs> in our own homes, not in our, you know, blind offices, space where. But you're used to it anyway because people just walk into the gallery normally and just disturb mm. and interrupt you. Well, uh, yeah, they do. I mean, at the art shop, it was, it was actually quite uh, awkward sometimes because, you, you know, it was, a, it was a shop. I mean, and the you, you there was a quite a lot of interaction with people so um and people would like to talk one guy told me i should get a chair so that he could in fact one guy another guy tried to move in once genuinely he thought he could stay upstairs he was a bit special bless him but he thought he could stay at the art shop i pointed out it wasn't residential but <laughs> we don't have that kind of permission uh, right. uh, anyway um Love him. And so, no, the, the gallery is a bit different because I think most people quite like to be, as long as you sort of say hello and um, don't ignore them and, you know, get your attitude in the right place, you're, it's okay to be, I can continue most of the time because people actually don't really want to be, um, you know, they don't, they don't want to be hassled terribly much. And when, and when you do talk to them there, it's quite a, um, it's a more serious talk, you know, they probably want to know about the artist and it's actually it's really interesting. So yeah. um, not being well, like your flow is broken so frequently oh, at the gallery. So much. No, it's easier here, much easier. Also, um, I think I mean I use oils as and as I've said, so um you can actually you can leave oils within reason. So yes. it's not so difficult if you were using watercolour or you couldn't do it. 
no. or, or acrylic even might be an absolute hassle. But but with oils, you can you can leave it. And actually, I I don't I was never sure about the whole thing of working in a gallery. How it would as nice for me, but how it would be for uh, for for people, um, you know, because you're not exactly dressed in a gallery way as such, because you tend to be wearing more so clothes you get paint on. But I don't. I think people quite like it. It's like an it's something live going on, isn't it? It's yeah. something. I think that's why people have responded so well to these live broadcasts because yeah. we're keeping it very real. We're chatty, rambling, chambling, as Miranda would call it, and we're keeping it very real. Um, just showing, you know, what normal people are doing. Mm. <laughs> it's not all like pre-production and all of that kind of stuff. And. Um, I've got a whole team of fluffers behind oh me, let me tell you. A whole team. Just slightly out of shot here. Ted's had to go and obviously go back into makeup. He's he's left, gone back into makeup. So um we have one other question down here from um Rowena. I'm not sure whether Rowena is with us, but she says, um, what does Danny do in uh, so I'm gonna start answering it. So what does Danny do in the way of varnishing? Um, I I do use a varnish, yeah. Um, Rowena, I use a matte. At the moment, I'm using a matte varnish by Winsor Newton. And the reason I've started to use a, I didn't, I used to just use liquid, you know, just as a, as a, as a transparent glaze over the top when it was perfect, when it was dry, because there's a couple of reasons for varnish. You don't have to varnish, obviously, but, I my feeling is if you don't there's there's enough Rowena, there you are Rowena. um there's enough pollution and crap in the air frankly to actually cause issues with um with uh, with the chemicals in the paint so I and also what it, if you use um oils the various pigments dry differently so you can get some certain colors like a black certain blacks uh, ivory black will dry quite shiny if you want to make it um, i mean that could be a cool thing but if you want to make it consistent as a finished piece um then it's, it's useful to use something so that i used to use liquid problem with liquid is it is slightly shiny and i think it i i sort of went off it i don't know i might come back to to a bit more shiny so i've been using a, a completely matte varnish for um, a year or two maybe what do you have the bottle there you can show us i can there you are back in five okay she's gonna quickly and i think it's it's um really good to see the product um if it's something that you're interested in i know when we were doing um with Rosie, we were doing a demonstration with Jane Ford at Small High Studio that Jane was talking about varnishing, and it was and it was a revelation to me. There we are, Windsor and Newton artist matte varnish with that big brush. No, you need a specific brush. It's really important, otherwise you get horrible streaks. You need a a, a, good, a soft bristle varnishing brush, obtainable at any good art shop or on the internet. But it's quite good on this. That's, that's about the size. That's about the width of your little canvases, isn't it? So just one, like, <coughs> literally one. Yeah. And how many coats would you put on? One or two. One, um, if it if it's still not quite even or any issues, a second. But um, yeah, I mean, varnishing is a bit weird. You do have to make sure it's completely dry. 
and um, there's a lot of myth about. I, I think if you're just using pure oil, or you're using oil with oil paint, I mean, and you're either using it really neat or and thick in pasto, or you're using it with uh, linseed oil or another oil as a as a mixer as a medium. It will take a long time to dry, and they can, its surface t- it touch dries quite quickly. It forms a skin, and then it, dry, it it's quite it's still quite damp inside. Um, so you do, depending on the thickness, you can you sometimes do have to wait a few months to actually up to six, I would say even. For, but anything that's mine, I, I can I tend to varnish two three days later, week later, right. maximum, as long as it's it's properly dry because they'll use such fine layers. And I use a quick dryer. I use liquid anyway through the layers. Um, so it's it's it has to be dry so that you can use the glazing technique anyway. So, yeah. Okay. Fabulous. Fabulous. Another question now. Um, what was the first gallery to take Danny on, take you on, Danny, and how did it go? So I'm going to start, we're going to start answering that one. Uh, yeah, it was, weirdly, it was in Wadhurst and... There used to be a gallery here called Turtle Fine Art, and she was most a terrible, terrifying woman. She was terrifying. I went in with a friend, and I just started. Um, um, I'd left publishing. I started to try and sell some work, and what the work I was selling actually was totally bizarre. It was very, very abstract. It wasn't mm. anything like I'm doing now at all. Um, and she, I went in with a friend, and she said. Uh, the most haughty thing I think I should, I don't take amateur artists. And my friend said, um, she's not an amateur artist. And which is, I would have just gone, oh, okay, then bye and left. But she said, no, she said, oh, okay. Anyway, so I start, I put work in there. And, and uh, yeah, no, I think it went quite well. And it was very, oh, we're talking a long time ago. It was very textural, mm. just abstract, slightly geometric kind of work totally utterly different to what i'm doing now but yeah she put me on first gallery mm-hmm. um how long before you then moved on and got another gallery and how did that happen well i i seem to remember and this is what i used to say to people a lot back in the olden days um i started i did the um like a lot of us i did the open studios thing um South Open Studios, and I think it was late nineties. It wasn't. I think it only just started, and I and the September Art Exhibition. I did that, Um, and then of course the Open Studios in those days was huge, really popular. Mm. We used to get. I'm not being funny. We used to get maybe a couple of hundred people, Mm. Um, and and it was hugely successful. And I used to keep a mailing list. I just, I started to keep a mailing list and then, you know, contact them and mm. what have you. And then I think, I seem to remember, so it's with Saffron, I don't think they were that early on. You remember Saffron in battle, obviously. And, but there were people before that, bloody hell, somebody in London, I think. I just, mm. I think I did some, oh, I know, I did the affordable art fair a few times. Uh, back in the, again, long time ago you could do the affordable as an artist group yes and so we did that a few times and then I did did some big shows we did art Dublin we did when I say we I did with a, a friend at the time who's also an abstract painter we used to do a lot of um a lot of fairs you collaborated, you collaborated with other artists and you went as a collaboration to as a group 
bigger, bigger events like the other art fair and the affordable yeah. art fair and such like. And then, <laughs> and that got you obviously a bigger um, exposure break, a bigger audience that then other galleries started approaching you, presumably. Pretty much, actually. I'm just trying to think the first, yes. Um, there was a, I think pretty much every gallery, I either met them, I mean, I was very lucky. You see, this was the, the, the no luck. luck, darling. There's planning. Luck, luck. Mrs. Luck, luck was on, it really, it was because being at the shop, I met a lot of artists and people who had, I met occasionally they would meet a gallery owner order. And then, of course, I was at the September Art Exhibition. And we used to invite galleries. And one of the things was we'd invite galleries because it was part of the stick yeah. for the artists. And um, so I did, without putting too much, without having to drag myself around too much. I remember I remember the early, early days dragging myself. I went to the gallery in Seven Oaks and somewhere else, and it was always – and I did go to a few galleries, but I didn't have to do it much because of, of sort of meeting people, unlike yourself, obviously. Um, and then I think there's an open studios thing, and I met Liz Honey from Saffron, and she's – I just started doing the newer work, you know, with the fruits and weird stuff going on. It was, it was still quite abstract in its essence, if you like. Um, and she said, I didn't know you did work like that. I thought you did. She didn't really like the abstract work. So yeah. she, she took it on and that happened. And then, um, yeah, just, just gradual build up. It was like a, it's like this kind of little spiral that, you know, this Fibonacci jobby goes out now and now I just think you start and it, it starts to, you, you know, make more, 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 more ripple and the ripple goes and then you make a few more ripples. It takes a while, I have to say. I mean, I've been doing it professionally. I mean, I always, I always drew and did art. I mean, I had a publishing company, but I was the artist. Um, I've always, you know, made a living from doing something like that. But from a from an actual painting, fine art, whatever point of view, it must be twenty plus years, twenty odd years, twenty five years, maybe twenty three years. I've been doing growing an artist's career. There are some. Um, recognizable patterns but as I say to all of the artists it's not quick because nothing that's worth mm. having and that has got solid foundations can be done quickly you mm. have in the hard yards and as you say you I mean you follow the the regular pattern which is you start selling to your friends and family then you get into one opportunity of a gallery normally with a friend then you start yeah. showing with friends then you start networking and then you start growing an audience. And as that audience grows, you start selling to people you don't know. And as you sell to people you don't know, more people start yeah. to in, get into your audience. And it just gradually grows. And it's not mm. a, a linear, like, straight no. up. It goes like that. And then sometimes it goes like that. If there's, like, a 2008 or a 2020, mm. you'll do that. And you have to yeah. have, you have, to have yeah. the fortitude and the resilience to go, okay, and back we go. And we're back, we're back on the train and this is how we do it. And we have to keep making work and keep networking and going out and looking for opportunities and keep trying. So hopefully that answers your question, Jonathan, in a lot more detail that we found out the first gallery and then the the Fibonacci circles <laughs> that um Let's get technical, yeah. So, I mean uh, yeah. The next question we have for you is, have you ever used spray varnishes from Rowena? Do you know, I have. I don't like them. 
<coughs> because um can you elaborate i i never found them to be um for me i there's something about the actual putting on of the varnish with it because you can and when you tip it to to see if you've covered it properly i used to find in a spray varnish unless it was my just terrible spraying it never completely it never seemed to be as as um consistent with the brush because you can go left to right you know north north south west east whatever and you can keep it really really consistent i i feel more i think probably because of the way i work i feel more in control when i've got a brush in my hand uh, apart from with my hair obviously um i have one of those for my hair just so <laughs> so yeah no i i but they can be really useful i think they can be particularly useful for um I don't know, maybe maybe larger pieces actually, and you can sort of, you know, because sometimes using a brush can be it's actually quite hard. I, I do do varnishing for other people sometimes because it's an it can be a pain. Um, yeah, it is hard. It can be hard, and it's it's just getting it consistent. And and but that is that is looking at you know looking at it at different angles, making sure it's completely covered. There's nothing worse than you know an unvarnished bit when it's yeah. all dried, but. Um, it could be particularly good if it was happened to be a happy accident and arrive in a really good place, then it would look like yeah. a varnish, and that would be quite yeah. good. You could, um, I, do, I do remember you talking about your experience of getting into the Royal Academy um, mm. uh, summer exhibition and going on the varnishing date. This is triggered off this memory and how lovely that experience was. Do you want to just talk a little bit about that experience? Well, it was great. Well, you know, they treat you very well. It's lovely. And I went with Will Taylor because we both got in that year. And um, we went to the varnishing day and I took a little bottle of varnish and uh, varnished my work. Sorry to be literal, RA. Everybody looks at me as I was a freak. But... Um, but uh, uh, no, it was very, very fun. And we were, and it was the year, um, I'll do it. I don't know about doing it again. I don't know how I feel about it. I think it was, three years very fun. It was what do I? About three years ago, I think. Mm, sorry like that. Yeah. And the walls were very, it was a year that had very bright walls and they changed it all around. Wait. Was it the Grayson Perry curated year? No, I wasn't so keen. I'm so sorry about him. Um, but no, it wasn't. It was in maybe was it the year before? And um, they did something a bit different. You know, they always used to put the little works in the back in the little Western room. Well, we were, they put them really quite in totally different rooms. But no, it's it's very, very nice. It's a, it's a lovely thing to do. I'd been shortlisted a few times. I never actually got piece through. And uh, much my mum's hilarity, it was in the Daily Mail as well my piece was in the daily mail it had a piece is a so daily mail sorry about this everybody if you're a reader but um they had a they had a centerfold not that kind of centerfold with lots of different uh paintings and you had and lots of different price tags and you had to pick the price tag and match it to the painting live on facebook that doesn't seem to have worked today which is very odd um mm -hmm. Uh, it's a bit on Antiques Roadshow when they bring up like three objects and you have to decide yeah, yeah. the cheapest and the most expensive. Yeah, but absolutely. Absolutely. We're, so we're, running, we're running up to seven minutes over time and we do oh, have okay. 
to Sorry. the hour. That's fine because we've been chambling away. And I'm it's really lovely. Um, we've got one more question, which is from Molly. And what artwork, she said your heart. How'd you do that? I've always tried to, there you are, I've done it. What artwork are you watching on social media at the moment? Perhaps your favorite artist you found on Instagram. And which artist do you think you will purchase as part of it? Oh, well, you've answered that question at the beginning, didn't you? Because we, yeah. uh, Rebecca Fontaine Wolf is who you're going to ask. Yes, I love her. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, anyone, else, I suppose the answer, I suppose the extension to that question is who are you watching? And is there anyone else apart from Rebecca that you would oh, invest God. in? Like, oh, who I want to invest in. Oh, cracky. Yeah, loads. But um, most of them aren't on doing the support pledge thingy. Uh, I think I quite like, I want a little George Underwood, Molly, as you oh, all understand. I do too. I wish he would do it. Hello. You know. Is he not um, No. But he, we might swap work, actually. He does animals with little people on top, and I want him to do one with a little tiny me on top. Yeah, so, um, so oh, I like him or Jane Ford or Gavin. Mm -hmm. Gavin doing a little two hundred pounds. Love a little Gav, actually, that'd be so cool, wouldn't it? Um, tiny little Gavin. Of course, heart even. Um, Gavin. You have to learn to conquer. You have to learn that, my friend, because uh, I know I'm crying. Look, uh, is that it? Have I got it? Have I got well it? Done. Yes, that's it. Boom, boom. Yeah, we all love everybody, and it's really important to be thinking love in your heart right now because um it's time you should be kind to everybody and i'm really loving my painting that's behind behind your head um emma dove says she's really found it interesting thank you thank you said um was it michael craig's year oh it was vincent, it was vincent. Yeah. yeah god he's a guru you vincent matthews are a guru so well, um, I, yes he was there and i actually they give you a lot of alcohol very early in the morning and um, I actually ended up cuddling Christopher Lebrun, who's the president. I chased him around. I think Will was not happy with a bit. Thought, what the hell? Awkward. Well, that has been just charming. And thank you so much. And you have lightened our day and made us all feel very positive and optimistic. I'm so pleased you've sold 11 little tiny of your ones and done some exchanges and I'm going to get on quickly and, and what do you do? Do you do you put in the search bar artist support artist pledge or something and then you'll find it well, in, on Instagram? Uh, yeah, I mean it, it just come up in your you know on the home on your newsfeed okay. thing. But also artist support pledge has got yeah it's got its own um, hashtag hashtag and page but also matthew burrows is the guy who invented it so it's matthew burrows studio so he's the guy to watch i like his work actually again he's very very abstract uh can you be very very abstract he's he's abstract and interesting thing and and it's i will be intrigued to see because obviously as we were going into this we mm. had quite a long period of years where realism and realistic representation had been um, very much at the forefront of what people were liking buying etc and i'd noticed over the last year or so the abstract complete abstract had um, become a thing and people were much more um, interested in it and again, so i'll be yeah. really interested to see when we come out of this what people how it has changed people's tastes cyclical it goes on a pretty much a seven-year cycle mm. and you know those of us who've been around for a few years i've been through a few mm. 
is now and you know that everything passes and changes and moves on it's not flatlining it's always up and down and things are in vogue and they're out of vogue as people's trends and tastes change so it'd be really interesting for me um, that's what I'm intrigued um, as to how people's taste and um, interests will have changed yeah. this experience and what they will be buying to have in their homes to enjoy good question another podcast maybe young uh, Leslie well we'll do that as an after we've answered all the questions now and we've had lots of lovely interaction with everyone and apparently you can't turn us off Annie but actually and you what happens? Right, and I will do it for you, my love. Okay. Well, anyway, nice to talk to you. Nice to talk to see you. Talk to everybody. Keep the faith. We'll yeah. be all right. Really loved um, chatting, having the chatty ramble with you. We'll go back in the green room for our cocktails. We left on. Okay, ice. cool. Yeah, we've got, yeah, quite some crisps. We'll have some crisps now. Maybe some nice, um, uh, something for my throat, I think, because I'm definitely yeah, smoking. So. Okay. Next week on here i will be talking to natalie from kent creatives about the whole journaling concept and how that's really taken off so thank you very much um thank you julia may abundance follow you also and we've really loved it we've really enjoyed our time listening to um here watching all the questions sorry i didn't bring anyone else up on screen today i thought it was important to, for danny to have a moment she's now chewing on a paintbrush which is a regular activity and as i say next week same time same place one o'clock hopefully we'll have the live stream working i'm not really sure what happened there but i'll get this posted up on facebook anyway when i've worked out how to do that Thanks, and, Mom. and um we'll obviously populate facebook with it so people can watch and yeah next week Natalie and I will be chatting all things journal and uh, so please come back and join us and then um, I don't know what May holds we'll see what May brings we'll see if we're allowed out again I don't think we will be I think we'll still be longer, probably until mid May I know that uh, the French are quite enjoying it by then that's the problem yeah, we very institutionalized by then um, mm. French government have announced that they're going to start easing restrictions in mid-May. So it'd be interesting to see because most of the governments seem to follow a pattern and they went in about a week before us. So it'd be interesting. Interesting to see. But thank you so much. Lots of love to everyone. Stay safe. Stay at home. Please stay at home. Then we can get out of here sooner. She's cracked it. How did I do there? It's on my nose. And um, I'll do it here. Well, there you go. Beautiful. Now look, there's a oh, a black heart. That's not quite so good, is it? Um, and we'll see you all this same time, same place next week. Thank you so much. We overrun by 14 minutes. That's not so bad, but we can chat. We can definitely do a good chatty ramble, can't we, love? Can, darling. Yeah. So much. Amazing guest. You've been super. Get back on now. You've got people to, you know, send paintings to. Bye for now. <laughs>